Hello and welcome to episode 31 of Finding My Voice. I decided I wanted to try something kind of weird and different this time around. Um, I've been playing around with ChatGPT, which is a learning language model. Some people call it an AI. It's not a true AI. I don't, I'm not going to get into that. And um, you should always be careful using AI. I know, I know a lot of people say you can cheat and write texts and stuff and present it as your own. Which is true, you can, and it can look pretty clever, but I really advise against it. I think ChatGPT is an interesting tool as like a um, uh, a way to bounce ideas off of someone that throws it back at you without, you know, taking anyone's time. Uh, and especially fun for roleplay. Like, you can't really design anything with, with great control, because, you know, you need your own mind for that. However... You can try out ideas and they'll throw things back at you. Um, it's like like when I create my character and my backstory, I like my, me um, experiencing what my character is experiencing, but it makes me feel weird to, to do it while also deciding everything around it. Now, of course, we have a game, game master, and I can always ask the Game Master, but I cannot expect the Game Master to always, you know, be available for all my whimsical ideas. Here comes ChatGPT. I can um, I can ask it to just, just Game Master for me. Like, it, I can't really play a game with it. Uh, the, the, an AI is not going to replace a Game Master, but it can help me cause an outside, uh, give me and an, an outside perspective on my character creation, and I decided to try it out. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna let ChatGPT, um, kind of like prompt me in a way. I'm gonna ask it to randomize a character in D and D for me, and then I'm gonna have it write a tragic backstory for this character, and then I'm going to have it write a diary, and I am going to put all those randomized things uh, that the A spat out with the AI language, that's not really my own. And I'm going to make it my own, not by just, you know, rewording things, but by actually taking the text into my head and living it. So in a way, I'm letting the, the I'm letting ChatGPT prompt me and see what I spit out. And that's going to be fun, I think. <laughs> we'll see. Let's see. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, B... A, you're gonna hear my click clack clickety clack at the keyboard. Be a game master for me and help me randomize a female character in Dungeons and Dragons with a tragic backstory. Please roll the character for me. And give me a list of NPCs from her life. There we go. Let's see what we get. I'm apparently going to be Elara Silverdew, a half-elf rogue, background urchin, alignment chaotic good. All right. <clears throat> it's giving me everything. All right. Strength 10, dexterity 15, plus 2 racial bonus 17. And Constitution 12, Intelligence 13, plus Racial Bonus 14. Really? I thought Half-Elves had plus two... I'm just going to go with it. I think it's getting it wrong. 
Never mind, that's not the point. <laughs> um, tragic backstory. Elara Silverdew was born to an elven mother and a human father. Her mother, Lirael, was a skilled mage and her father, Aiden, was a ranger. Uh, the family lived peacefully in a small village near the edge of a dense forest. When Elara was seven years old, a group of merciless bandits attacked the village, burning it to the ground and slaughtering the inhabitants. Lyriel managed to hide Elara in the secret chamber beneath their home, but she was unable to save herself from her husband. Or her, sorry, or her husband from... Well, that's darker than I than intended. But she was unable to save herself or her husband. Elara emerged days later, traumatized and alone. The forest became her refuge, and she learned to survive using her innate rogue skills. As she grew older, she vowed to avenge her family and protect others from suffering the same fate. Okay, pretty cookie dough, tragic backstory there. Uh, I mean, it's tragic, and you can work with it. Uh, it's not quite the tragedy I usually look for, uh, but we'll see what we can do with this. All right, uh, NPCs from Elara's life. Lyriel Silverdew, mother, elven mage, kind-hearted and protective, taught Lara about magic before her death. At seven? Oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm a seven-year-old and no magic. I'm not going to... Okay, I'm not going to play at seven years old, because this is obviously going to take place later. Aiden Silverdew, father. I like the name Silverdew. Uh, anyway, um, human ranger, skilled with a bow, taught Lara about tracking and survival. Old man Belkin elderly human hermit who lived in the forest found Alara after the attack and taught her to uh, taught her how to forage for food and herbs <clears throat> okay it's an old man that a hermit that found me when i was alone and you know when my parents had died well that's kind of him serial whisperwind elven rogue who found Alara while passing through the forest took her in and taught her the art of stealth and thievery wait so two people took me in okay no i just he, okay Old man Belkin just taught me how to feed myself, and then, then Cyril found me and thought, you know, you need to be, oh, you need to learn how to steal stuff. Okay, and then Gabriel Blackstone, leader of a local thieves guild. Oh, I'm getting into the thievery here now. Provided Lara with information on the bandits that destroyed her village, and assisted her in the quest for vengeance. Like this is turning into more like a like a dark and gritty vengeance story than a than a tragedy. Um, we'll see. We have Roland Greenfoot, a halfling bard, fellow adventurer, and friend of Alara's, who composed a ballad about her tragic past. Really? So, like, yeah, you, I gotta tell you about my tragic past, and you just... I hope you asked for consent before you just started bursting into song about my tragedy. Wow. That's, I mean, a little too soon, Roland. Okay. What about Thameson Greycloak, human cleric? A fellow adventurer and friend of Elara's, who helped her come to terms with her loss and find a new purpose in life. As Elara's journey unfolds, she will encounter many new allies, enemies and challenges, and ultimately growing stronger and more skilled in her quest for vengeance and redemption. Redemption for what, though? I think I need to expand upon this. This is all I got for now. I got, I got the character, which is fine. Uh, and I got a, a, a tragic past and some other characters. I need something more emotional rather than just the trauma of the parents dying. So what should I ask for? Let's see. I have a bunch of friends. Um, uh, give me an event where I, let's see, lost sight 
of of the best interests of my friends in order to pursue my vengeance and how it broke uh, the trust be between us the trust between us all right i'm gonna let it i'm gonna i'm gonna enter this prompt and then i'm gonna ask it to write a letter for me to them where i apologize and i'm gonna read that letter in character now i haven't done any character work here everything is just random i'm just i would just want to see if you can create something that moves me without me actually having to work a lot with it so this is an experiment <laughs> It's probably not going to go as well as the characters I make myself, but I just think this is... I want to see what happens. All right. Um, the event. The ambush at Redstone Pass. While traveling with your group of friends and fellow adventurers, you received a tip from an informant in the local tavern about the whereabouts of the bandit leader responsible for the destruction of your village. Driven by vengeance, you formulated a plan to ambush the bandit leader and his gang at Redstone Pass, a narrow passage through the mountains. Despite concerns from your friends about the plan's potential risks, you insisted on going through with it, blinded by your thirst for revenge. Reluctantly, your friends agreed to help, trusting your judgment. The day of the ambush arrived, and your party set up a trap near Redstone Pass. However, things did not go as planned. The bandit leader was not only prepared, but also had additional reinforcements lying await. The ensuing battle was brutal and chaotic, and in the heat of the fight, you focused solely on the bandit leader, leaving your friends to fend for themselves. Roland Greenfoot, the halfling bard, was severely injured during the battle. Uh, that's the guy who sang about the death of my parents, dude. Okay, that, that's harsh, though. He shouldn't be injured. Okay, sorry, guys. Um, and Tamsin Greycloak, the human cleric, was captured by the bandits. While you did manage to kill the bandit leader, the price was high. Your friends were disillusioned and hurt by your reckless actions. The trust that once bound you together had been broken. Your friends confronted you about your obsession with vengeance and how it blinded you to their well-being. In that moment, you realized the true cost of your actions and vowed to do whatever it took to mend the broken bonds and make amends. Your new goal became not only to right the wrongs of your past, but also rescue Tamsin from the abandoned clutches and help Roland recover from his injuries. This event marked a turning point in your journey, as you learned the importance of balancing personal desires with the needs and safety of those you care about. Okay. It still kind of skipped past the part I wanted to act out. Uh, let's see. I need to add something. Like, see, see what I mean? Like, it's not really giving me exactly what I wanted. I have, I still have to. Hmm. Let's see. How do I get the kind of scene where I talk about my bonds with them? Because it kind of resolved the whole thing, and it put me back on the path to redemption straight away. All right. Like, okay. Um. Let's see. Uh. Please compose a letter. I leave uh, with my friends as I go to rescue Tamsin by myself as I cannot bear risking any of the others again. 
I explain my plan so that even so that even if I should fall, they could still go after me and benefit from my attempt. Alright, I, sh I, I could still add like explain how sorry I am stuff like that, but I'm gonna let that go with it. So here we go. I'm gonna let it compose that letter. Alright, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go with it and see what it does. Alright. <sighs> I'm gonna try and read this um in character. Alright, I have to remember okay, I'm half elf. How long has it been? I guess I'm in my twenties. My my parents died like thirteen years ago. Alright, I st I obviously haven't had time. To put everyone in my head. So this is going to be fairly shallow. But I'm going to do my best. Okay. My dearest friends. If you are reading this letter. It means I have left on a mission. To rescue Tamsin from the clutches of the bandits. I cannot bear the thought. Of putting any of you in further danger. Because of my past actions. The responsibility for Tamsin's capture. Lies solely on my shoulders. And I must face the consequences alone. I have gathered as much information as possible about the bandit's hideout, which is located in the bandit fortress atop the treacherous Iron Spike Mountain. I plan to scale the mountain under the cover of darkness and infiltrate the fortress using my skills in stealth and deception. Once inside, I will locate Tamsin and free her from her captors. However, if I do not succeed, or if something should happen to me, I implore you to continue the mission and save Tamsin. I have enclosed a detailed map of the fortress, along with notes of the bandits' patrol routes and guard shifts. Use this information to your advantage, and remember that teamwork and trust are the key to success. As I embark on this solo quest, I want you all to know I am truly sorry for the pain and suffering I have caused. I have learned the hard way that vengeance can cloud one's judgment, and I am determined to make amends for my past mistakes. I hope that my actions now will help to heal the wounds I have inflicted upon our friendship. Please take care of Roland while I am gone, and know that you are in my thoughts. I am grateful for the time we have spent together and I cherish the memories that we have made. I promise to return as soon as I can and when I do. I hope to be a better friend and companion to you all. Until we meet again. Elara Silverdew. <laughs> okay, that wasn't... Okay, also... Uh, that went a little better than I thought it would, actually. <laughs> it wasn't. It could have been deeper. I didn't really feel that much of a connection to any of the people. Of course, because I just I just read it live right now. You need a bit more time. Uh, but like, there wasn't that much personality in the in the connections. But it did give me a seed, and the the feeling of guilt in this text was pretty good. So, yeah, what did I want to do with this? That was just, <laughs> I really don't have a point to this. I just think ChatGPT is really fun to work with. But, yeah, it's, it's just a toy. 
uh, I don't see myself like actually asking you to make something that I use just as is, but it's a great idea to just uh, brainstorm and just like my, my favorite part is the fact when I, when I make my own character and ask it to give me like friends that I didn't decide without having to pester the game master for it, that's really useful. Um, and yeah, this letter didn't make that, that much sense because it didn't have like the personality depth I would need. I would have to add a lot myself, but it did give me a seed I could work off and it did actually make me cry. Granted, that's not all that hard anymore. <laughs> Um, wow, well, gosh, should, should I do something else? Alright, should I play someone else? Alright, um, hang on, I'm gonna play Tamsin. Uh, tell me something about Tamsin's past. And then I'm gonna have Tamsin write a log. Alright, Tamsin Greycloak was born in the bustling city of Waterdeep. The youngest of four siblings was a devout family of merchants. Her parents, Amon and Elsie Greycloak, were well-respected members of the community and they raised their children to follow the teachings of the Thunder, a god of birth, renewal, and creativity. Growing up, Tamsin was a kind-hearted and inquisitive child, eager to learn about the world around her. Her curiosity often led her to the local temple of Lathander, where she would spend hours listening to the priests and priestesses as they recounted tales of their deity's influence on the world. Tamsin was particularly taken by the stories of Lathander's healing powers and how they had potential to bring light to the darkest situations. When Tamsin was 16 years old, her family life took a tragic turn. Oh no, I see you too much tragedy in this. Sorry, Tamsin. A mysterious illness struck Greycloak household, claiming the lives of Tamsin's parents and her eldest sibling, leaving her and her two remaining siblings to fend for themselves. Devastated by the loss, Tamsin finds solace in her faith and decided to become a cleric of the Thunder, dedicating her life to helping others and preventing the kind of suffering her family had endured. Tamsin's journey eventually led her to join a group of adventurers, where she met Elara and the rest of the party. As the group's cleric, Tamsin's healing abilities and compassionate nature quickly endeared her to the companions. She and Elara became particularly close, forming a bond that helped both women overcome the trauma of their past. Throughout the time of the group, Tamsin has demonstrated an unwavering commitment to her faith and her friends. Her gentle spirit and desire to heal and protect others serve as a guiding light for her companions, even in the darkest moments. Okay, it doesn't. It didn't include getting kidnapped, but I'm gonna ask it now to um, please compose a diary entry by Tamsin, who is captured by the bandits. Include how she was captured and her feelings towards her group and thoughts of what might happen to them. All right, that's not the, I'm gonna read this letter and then, then I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> okay, day one? Oh no, don't start with day one, okay. All right, it's writing day one. I, I was kind of hoping for it to, to skip a bit ahead, but okay, it's still writing. <laughs> Why did you start with day one? I, 
Okay, I should have been more specific. But I'm gonna go for it. I have, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. All right, here we go. Day one, captured. Today, I started like any other day. A new adventure with my dear friends, full of hope and anticipation. Little did I know that by the day's end, I would find myself captured by the very bandits we sought to vanquish. It all happened so fast. The battle at Redstone Pass was chaotic and brutal. We were overwhelmed by the bandits' numbers and cunning. In the midst of the fray, I caught a glimpse of Elara, consumed by a quest for vengeance, charging after the bandit leader with fierce determination. I tried to call out to her, to remind her that we were a team and we needed to stick together, but my words were lost in the cacophony of battle. As I turned my attention to healing Roland, who had sustained a terrible wound, I was struck from behind and everything went black. When I awoke, I found myself bound and gagged, a prisoner of the bandits. My heart aches for my friends. I cannot help but worry about their well-being, particularly Roland and Elara. Roland's injury was grave, and without me there to tend to him, I fear the worst. As for Elara, I know that her desire for vengeance runs deep, and I worry that it may lead her to make reckless decisions. I only hope that she can find a way to balance her need for retribution with safety and well-being of the group. As I sit here in this cold, damp cell, I cannot help but feel a sense of guilt. Perhaps if I had been more vigilant, I could have avoided capture and continued to support my friends. The thought of them facing danger without my healing powers weighs heavily on my mind. But I must not let despair take hold. I must have faith in Lathander, in his light and his guidance, and I must have faith in my friends. They are strong, resourceful, and determined, and I believe they will come for me. Until then, I will hold on to hope, and I will do everything in my power to resist my captors and keep myself alive. Lathander, watch over my friends and guide them through the darkness in your name, I pray. Tamsin Greycloak. Okay, okay. Um, didn't get quite as emotional, but then she she was a little bit level-headed. She didn't blame Alara that much. I still, It's still kind of impressive that it kind of reuses the parts of the story and, and gave it I gave a different perspective. Um, you know, I, I would really like more of a conflict. I think ChatGPT tries to avoid personal conflict conflicts. I should have asked for it. Um, it's been 23 minutes. Oh, I should do one more. I'm sorry if I'm boring you, but what other characters do we have? Let's see. Um, we have Cyril and Gabrielle and Roland and Tamsin. I am not sure what to do here. Uh, write uh, a final Letter as Tamsin fears she is about to starve to death and leaves a message for her friends should they find it. Now, this has got to be sad. This has got to be sad. Come on, chat. GPT, you have to give me something now. Give me something to cry about here. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> I am real. I'm doing this to myself. <laughs> 
Okay, let's see. I'm gonna be Tamsin again. Whew, okay, here we go. Last letter for tonight. Um, my dearest friends, if you are reading this letter, it means you have found me, or at least what remains of me. I fear my time is running out, as I am weak from hunger and my captors show no signs of relenting. However, I refuse to let my spirit be broken, and I write this letter with the hope that it will one day find its way to you. To my beloved companions, I cannot express how grateful I am to have had the privilege of journeying alongside you. Each of you have touched my life in a profound way, and I will forever cherish the memories we have made together. Our adventures have been filled with joy, sorrow, and countless lessons, and I am honored to have been a part of your lives. Elara, my dear friend, I know that my capture has weighed heavily on your heart. I implore you to forgive yourself. For the blame lies not with you, but with the darkness that has consumed our world. Your strength, courage, and determination are a beacon of hope, and I have faith that you will continue to fight for justice and protect those who cannot protect themselves. Remember that vengeance alone will not bring peace to your soul. Only love and compassion can truly heal the wounds of the past. Roland, your laughter and music have brought light into even the darkest of moments, and I am grateful for the joy you have brought into my life. Never stop sharing your gift with the world, for it has the power to lift spirits and mend broken hearts. The rest of my friends know that my love and gratitude for you are boundless. Each of you has played a vital role in shaping the person I have become, and I am eternally grateful for your wisdom, support, and companionship. As I face the end, I find solace in the knowledge that I have lived a life dedicated to helping others and spreading the light of the thunder. Though my time may be drawing to a close, I know that my spirit will live on in the hearts of those I have touched. Should you find this letter, I ask that you remember me not with sadness, but with love and the knowledge that my journey has not ended, but merely shifted to a new plane of existence. May the thunderous light continue to guide you, and may we meet again in another time and place. With all my love, Tamsin Greycloak. <laughs> okay, that was a bit better. <laughs> that was a, oh wow. Okay. Um but you see I, I had to I had to kind of coax it into making it this sad. But yeah it worked. It it got me crying. <clears throat> That's it's 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 actually kinda of cool. It, even though it is not that deep, it was deep enough to make me cry. Cool, nice. Um, so what's the conclusion? I don't have one, and I'm sorry, I didn't have a transition story today. Uh, but uh, hey, I did voice work, so that's it. That's fine, right? Okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, I have actually one cool thing to leave you with because I have been thinking about something like all this 
actual play videos and stuff on the internet you can see about role players. I have thought that, you know, you should write down, like, when you write a, a role playing log and, and retell the stories of your games, it would be kind of fun if you could make, like, uh, an audio drama uh, after the fact. Um, it's just an idea that's hatching. But would you like to hear someone's adventure in the form of an audio drama with, you know, reading, like, with the script kind of reworked to be more flowing and faster and with sound effects and stuff? I think that would be fun. Okay, so, conclude. Uh, ChatGPT, it's not going to write an adventure for you. It's not going to write your characters for you. But it can actually be very helpful to make supplements for your character. Or if you're a GM, make NPC letters and stuff. It works really well. Just make sure. To remember that it's not a person, you need a human filter between what ChatGPT spits out and what you go give to your players, because it still needs you to form it. It's a great tool and a great toy, uh, and it made me cry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I'm having fun with ChatGPT, and um, tell me, have you ever tried something like that, or would you like me to do another episode like this? Because this was kind of fun, actually, <laughs> just reading random stuff. <laughs> All right, um, this has been a fun experiment, but now it's time to go to bed. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. I love you.